Good morning, and welcome to your Friday Five, a weekly newscast from the Boston University News Service. It's Friday, April 10th. I'm Hannah Harn, the podcast and production editor. And I'm Matteo Vinieri, photo and multimedia editor. Today, we'll take a look at our top stories from this week, including pandemic responses from local cultural organizations, how Hollywood has been put on hold, and what your editors are streaming in quarantine. Let's get started so you can start your day. Museum wings deserted, concert halls silenced, and dancers stopped in their tracks. These were the circumstances that legislators and members of the state's cultural sector shared with the Massachusetts Cultural Council in a virtual meeting aimed at addressing the financial strain imposed on the arts community as the COVID-19 pandemic halted all non-essential business. Representatives from Massachusetts organizations ranged from local festivals to internationally recognized institutions. They shared similar concerns about the fiscal implications of a prolonged closure, including the seasonal nature of their work, the loss of fundraising events, and the reliance on people convening in large groups for them to continue regular operations. The Massachusetts Cultural Council is rolling out a COVID-19 relief fund to support individuals whose creative practices and incomes are adversely affected by the COVID-19 crisis. The council voted unanimously today to approve the program, and it expects to award about 225 individuals $1,000 grants. Applications are expected to open on April 8th and close by April 22nd. This story was reported by Sarah Magalio. Massachusetts Senator Ed Markey and actress Jane Fonda said they see clear parallels between the coronavirus pandemic and climate change, primarily what the consequences can look like if appropriate action is not taken to mitigate a crisis before it escalates. The pair came together during a Facebook livestream on April 7th to discuss how lessons learned from the handling of the COVID-19 outbreak should be applied to the ongoing climate change crisis. There were more than 387,000 cases of COVID-19 reported in the United States as of April 7th, with a death toll coming in at nearly 12,000, according to a Johns Hopkins running tally. News outlets, including the Washington Post, have reported that President Trump was repeatedly warned about a likely pandemic in January and February. Fonda said the pandemic has laid bare a number of issues, both positive and negative. Among them, she said, the outbreak has displayed what happens when there is not a strong central government with strong central leadership. While Markey has been fighting for stronger action in addressing climate change on a national level, his home state has to push ahead with their own efforts to bring the issue to the forefront. Massachusetts is often looked at as a national leader in terms of how state house legislators have tackled climate change in the past, but their most comprehensive and aggressive policy package, which is aimed at creating next-generation climate policy, arrived at the end of January. Key provisions of the climate package include achieving net-zero greenhouse gas emissions statewide by 2050 and establishing a Massachusetts Climate Policy Commission. It remains unclear how the pandemic will affect the policy package and its potential passing. The session is scheduled to end July 31st. The story was reported by Shannon Larson. Hollywood is now facing an unprecedented situation. Despite their financial might, the movie industry is struggling with the effects of coronavirus. Across the world, movie theater chains have closed to comply with rules and social distancing guidance, and a slew of 2020 releases, from small movies to blockbusters, have been delayed. 
Studios with major tentpole releases in the months of March, April, and May have had no choice but to postpone their film's release dates or make them available for streaming. Paramount's A Quiet Place 2, Sony's James Bond film No Time to Die, and Disney's live-action remake of Mulan have all been delayed. Universal Studios' The Invisible Man and Warner Brothers' Birds of Prey, which had already been released in theaters, have been released early for streaming. Production has been suspended for movies currently filming, and major film festivals have been either canceled or postponed. According to a press release from the Cannes International Film Festival, originally scheduled to begin on May 12th, organizers are hoping to return by the end of June. South by Southwest organizers announced on March 6th via Twitter that the event, scheduled to run from March 13th to 22nd, would not take place. This story was reported by Breno Carrillo. Many athletes' dreams are on hold after the 2020 Summer Olympic Games were postponed for a year until 2021 due to the coronavirus pandemic. Reporting remotely from Paris via Zoom, Chloe Hudson has a reaction from one student athlete who was planning to swim in the U.S. Olympic team trials. To see Chloe's full coverage, visit bunionservice.com slash podcasts and click on today's episode. And last but not least, we're sharing our favorite books, movies, and music with you from our respective quarantines. The Buns editing team has scattered across the world, spanning nine hours in time zones. In between Zoom meetings, Slack catch-ups, and Facebook pitch meetings, we're turning to media, old and new, to get us through the crazy times. I'm Sabrina, and I'm the managing editor. Um, I am listening to a Kesha album that definitely came out at least three years ago at this point, and I'm literally just catching up on it now because she used to be a favorite. I am reading Hunger by Roxanne Gay, and I am watching Good Girls on Netflix, though I might be done with it in a matter of seconds because I'm definitely binging it. Hi, I'm Lillian Eden, the assistant managing editor. My boyfriend and I have been watching the newest season of The Expanse on Amazon and Star Trek Picard on CBS. The interstellar crises seem so relatable right now, perhaps because the being in a spaceship is so similar to the social isolation we're all experiencing. I've been taking advantage of my local library's online audiobook offerings. I'm listening to Wishful Drinking by Carrie Fisher, read by the author, R.I.P., and reading lots and lots of comics on the app Webtoon. I'm Catherine Swindles, I'm the Arts and Opinion Editor. I'm watching Mallory Towers on BBC and Big Mouth on Netflix, and I'm reading Trick Mirror by Gia Tolentino. Hi, I'm Kendall Tamer, the copy editor. I'm rewatching Gilmore Girls, even though I've seen the entire show more times than I can count. And I'm reading Always and Forever Laura Jean by Jenny Han and Station Eleven by Emily St. John Mandel. I'm also listening to the Frozen 2 soundtrack on repeat because Show Yourself is an absolute bop. And thanks Spotify, I have an angry playlist I've been listening to quite a lot, composed of MCR, ADTR, Panic at the Disco, Fall Out Boy, and Pierce the Veil. My name is Sammy Purcell, I'm the news editor, and I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. I've been vibing to Dua Lipa's new album, Future Nostalgia, It's really a shame this album came out while everyone's stuck inside because it's chock full of certified bangers and glittery poppy goodness. My favorites include Levitating, Love Again, and Good in Bed. If anyone is up for a virtual dance party, let me know. I'm Paige Colley, your science and tech editor. I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing New Horizons, rewatching TV shows like Person of Interest, and catching up on movies like The Two Popes. I'm Alex Hemmer, the in-depth and data editor. While I've been at home, I've discovered that I'm great at coming up with chill songs to wake up to. 
So here are my recommendations for your morning coffee. Vultures and Still Feel Like Your Man by John Mayer. Love and Happiness by Al Green. And Coffee by Tori Kelly. For something with a little more attitude, I recommend anything by Justin Timberlake, especially one of his latest songs, The Other Side, featuring the fabulous in every way, SZA. I'm Michaela Heiss, sports editor, and I've been listening to Rap Strength Training Radio and Michael Bublé Radio and Pandora. I'm reading the voices of hockey in lieu of live hockey games and watching Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist on Sundays. I'm Matteo Benieri, photo and multimedia editor. I still record a weekly sports podcast with a friend via Skype, although good sports topics are a rare commodity these days. At the moment, I'm binge-watching The Twilight Zone on Netflix. Given the circumstances, it seems very appropriate. And I, your podcast and production editor, have been listening to a lot of lo-fi hip-hop and instrumental polyrhythmic rock, which have been great for studying and just relaxing while I make dinner. Right now, I'd recommend the latest album from 1-2, O Cavallo Vermelo. I've also been forcing my family through some of my favorite movies and shows, too. Spirited Away, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, and the McElroy's Brothers Monster Factory series on YouTube are my go-tos. And that's it for your Friday Five. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. For the full versions of this week's stories, visit bunewservice.com slash podcasts and click on today's episode. We'd like to thank today's contributing writers, Sarah Magalio, Shannon Larson, Bruno Carrillo, and Chloe Hudson. We'd also like to thank our production team. This week's episode of Friday Five was produced by Hannah Harn. And be sure to check out our next episode of Between the Bylines, where we sit down with our contributors to discuss our top stories through the lens of student journalism. Visit us online at bunewservice.com slash podcasts for more information. Mm-hmm.